There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Matt. Hello. Are you less dying? I am less dying this week, but still dying. But still dying. So, uh, what are what are we doing? Uh, before I die, we're doing uh, the Gamers Two podcast, January 11, 2019. the year of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Jesus. Uh, uh, good old Jesus. Everyone's like, what the fuck is that? Somebody will eventually figure out what Jesus is. They just always spell it wrong every time they try to look it up in Google, and they'll never get it right. Anyway, what are we doing? Did I already ask that? You did. That's all right, though. I guess I'll just tell I, you what I've been doing this week. Yeah, the, <laughs> that thing, like the last seven days, what we're doing going into this gaming news-ish Nerd culture CES podcast thing. I'm a jigger. Uh, it's nothing. Apparently, new. you're going to be able to play as Geralt in Monster Hunter World. Breaking news. Continue. Hot, hot fact. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, you go ahead and write that one to the bank. Let them know I sent you. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, what have you been doing? Seven days. Nothing new. Odyssey. All right, all right then. So I've deep been. in Odyssey. <laughs> Real deep in that. Yeah, Greek. you're almost like. Super deep. Yeah. That was a good throw. That's pretty good for not looking at it. Um, I got a thing for throwing hats, especially flat brims. You just, they're basically frisbees. Anyway. Yeah, Odyssey. S- 70 hours? 70 hours. Yeah. Level 47? 6? 47. 48. Somewhere around there. Sure. Yep. Getting close to 50. No, 50. Fitty. Fitty's, I have a lot of stuff waiting for me at Fitty. A lot of, like gear? Um, or quests? Or quests and whatnot. Things to die. Things to kill that are at level 50 that I'm patiently awaiting. They just You've just been staring at them from the bottom of the mountain like, I'm coming for you. Basically. You better keep training because while you're up there in the top of your throne, I got that, I'm at the punching bag. I got my eyes sat on that numero uno mercenary. Ah, you're doing the eye of the tiger? Yeah, I'm <laughs> tier two. Get to the top of the steps down in Philadelphia, and you sh- I want that immortal horse. Don't you already have an immortal horse? Oh, well, the actual. Yeah, I know what you're talking some, about. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. As even far know as I'm concerned, like. I consider our unicorns immortal horses. Yes, I spent yes. eight thousand dollars and got the unicorn. It's really. Like, you know not? what the nice side effect of buying the unicorn is, though. You don't have like I used to have a hard time finding where my horse was. Sometimes I've had one hard time since having the unicorn figuring out where my horse was. The unicorn makes it easier. 
Hard to miss him. It is. Rainbow coming off the hooves. It is, but I missed him once because he decided to align himself next to a rock face. Mm-hmm. And it was behind trees at the same time. It was like in a woods next to a rock face, and that's where it put him. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't he wasn't far enough away to give me the symbol to say that where he was. Yeah. So I was just spinning around in the woods like, Phobos! <laughs> Phobos! And he's three feet to my left that I just can't notice him, but I'm screaming into the ether looking for my boy Ultimate Phobos. camouflage. Yeah. While being a fucking unicorn. No wonder we can't see them. They're all hiding against rock cliffs right now. Go to the nearest rock cliff and just walk. You'll find a unicorn. Guaranteed. I want uh, I want a Pegasus, but I think you have to buy him from like the uh, the store. The like Helix the credits. Yeah. Microtransactions not doing, to get not me a Pegasus. That. Nah. Um, I'll just duct tape some wings onto my horse and boom, I have a Pegasus. The only way I would pay for that microtransaction, by the way, is if I could actually fly throughout the map. Yeah, that's that that would yeah. If it allowed me to have a plane. <laughs> I concur. Um then I don't have then I don't have to be on a boat anymore. I can just fly across the ocean on my Pegasus. And as we all know, Pegasus can shoot laser beams out of their eyes. So I would just use that to do my ship combat. Ubisoft, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Please turn to GTA five online like you're riding, you know. At the same time. Could be you, fun. You can do it. You can do it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so a lot of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, a lot of Assassin's Creed. But I have my ship almost completely leveled up, and it looks dope because it gets, you know, it looks, starts to look right, nicer the, as you go yeah, up. The, the fucking RAM on the front of it. Did you, did you change your RAM since last time? Well, I upgraded it, so it's fully upgraded now. So, like, the actual RAMing part of it oh, is like... Okay. I thought you meant the like the bust you had on the front. The figurehead I have is the eagle. I went to the eagle. Eagle! And then I went back to the original skin of the ship. Because that also looks wicked dope now. Um, I'm trying to think of any other wonky shit I've done. That's about it. Just the normal crap. Um, that's it for games, really. Then all of the animes have come back. Because they went on a week break for New Year's. Because New Year's is a big deal in Japan. Japan. Um... I immediately just thought of a, of a moment in a video. My stupid, you know, categorical YouTube knowledge that yeah. I, if I try to bring you to the moment, it's not going to work until I actually show you. So I'm just going to. It's a video you've seen with me, but then just there's okay. A, when you said Japan the way you did, I immediately just went right there. Anyway, um, what else was there? Goblin Slayer's done. Thank God. Uh. Like, done as in you've removed it, or done as in it's finished? The season's finished. Okay. Uh, let's see here. What else is there? That's that's really about it. I mean, I've been watching all the crap that's listed there, but it's the same crap. So, it's not... I don't want to say it's crap. Some of it's good. If you're interested in anime and you don't want over-the-top anime, I highly suggest these sports animes. Like, Run with the Wind. Fantastic. It's about running. Fantastic. Sounds terrible. Fantastic. Um, is it a take on Gone with the Wind? <laughs> uh, let's see here. What else is good? Um, the time I got reincarnated as a slime is pretty decent for a fun little little romp. That sounds like such a shitty 80s movie. The titles are all terrible. Like, Yeah, but like as much as... Like, if you told me that now, there would be two things that would come to my head. One, because you're telling me I would ask if it was an anime. Yeah. But the immediate thought I have is like, some shit VHS only 
never in a theater, shot by college students type movie. Yeah. Or the same thing written like an R.L. Stein Goosebumps book. Like one of the two, you know. There's an action movie, like an 80s action movie that's called Black Dynamite. No, on Netflix. It was also made in 2009, but. Oh, what the hell is it called? I watched it the, like, I actually watched it like two weeks ago when it first got on Netflix, but it's basically like this black kid who idolizes Bruce Lee and wants to be Bruce Lee. And like, his name is like, what the fuck? It's the most ridiculous movie ever. Black Dynamite as a kid. (laughs) It's, it kind of is, but not as good as Black Dynamite. Cause the thing that makes Black Dynamite so good is like, it was also made. It's by, aware by, of itself. Yeah, Black it's Dynamite not, was made in two thousand nine to make fun of those movies. Uh, I, it doesn't matter. You, it's it's just ridiculous. I watched that, and it was the most like it was so like eighties action movie with the cheesy fucking special effects, Kung Fury, Black Kung, Dynamite, exactly like, style, which are literally making fun of those movies. So, ugh, so bad. All right, that's about it, though. That's all I got this week. Nothing exciting. Nothing. The new. Kung Fury. Anyway. Yeah, I was. You know what? I've always wished they would do a sequel of, but they never have. Is is Kung Fury? Or not they, Kung Fury, but they uh, did. I was gonna say. Um, or the, doing. Uh, the fucking one with the tongue, tonguey. The one with the tongue. Enter the fist. It's something. Enter the fist. Way of the dragon. No. Oh like, I knew tonguey, and he sticks his tongue out. It's like ah, it's a little face on his tongue. And he fights uh, the cow, and it does like the Matrix thing. Oh, oh, you know what I'm uh, talking about? Yeah, Kung Pao. Yeah, Kung Pao. I was gonna say Kung yeah, Pao for, under the fist. For me to remember that, holy shit! I I remember the scene though. Yeah, all right. I, whew, that's a that's a wish. Yeah, that'll never happen. No, no, it will not. It's a good movie though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What do you got? What do you got? This week more than I do. As usual. I got more than you do as usual, but I I feel like I'm playing more than like I feel like we kind of just alternate a little bit. Like you're watching. We more, have, I, I, not to say alternate. You watch more than I do, but I play more than you do. And we have a distinctly opposite approach to how we play games. That's also very true. I get I absorb myself into one game. I sprinkle myself around, and you like split your time up among many games. Yeah, because if I did what you did. I about halfway through, I would have been like, I can't, I need to take like a week off of this game because yeah. I don't want to play it anymore. Speaking of things I don't want to play anymore, so Assassin's Creed, I've been playing that. I still want to play it. I still, yeah. I'm, I still am going to play it. But I ran into, I, I played it three times today, I think. And all three times I ran into sheer, frustratingly annoying moments. And I, I just the first thought I had was they didn't have to release this game this year, or not this year, like in the fall when they did. They and as we talked about when they were releasing Origins and everything, and they said that they were going biannually, and then they spit in my face and released this the year after Origins. I my immediate semi scare was why 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 yeah. are you doing this? We had an agreement. Ubisoft. <laughs> we had an agreement where you we had said, a verbal agreement where you said we're going to take a year off of Assassin's Creed and now look at this giant world that's Origins. Holy shit! Couple problems like obviously still animations were a little weird and whatever, but like really good. Yeah, and we're like, all right, cool. So this is what they can do with a year in between games. Holy shit! 
I can't wait to see what they do with the next year off. Oh, we're not taking any year off. Here's Greece. Uh, okay, I mean, yeah, I liked Origins, so I guess we'll do that same exact thing in Greece. Yeah, that. Oh, um... it's worse. I, I, worse is a is a maybe a bad word, but there are things that were bad in Origins. It definitely that are, regressed. That are it, mm, more prevalent, or uh the things that were bad in Origins are worse or more exposed, I should say, in Odyssey. Yeah, I think without a question, Origin feel felt more refined. Like it definitely was way more polished. Yep. And Odyssey has regressed in like obvious ways. Yep. Like the cutscenes are and the the animations are like the the cutscenes are fuck. bad. And like I'm just riding on my horse through a town in this like stuttering <laughs> motion is what is this stuttering animation? Uh. Take the thank God if they if they pull some shit at E3 even though they've already said like we're not releasing one this year if they pull some horseshit. Um, if they pull some horse shit and they're like, eh, so you know how we said we weren't doing it and what well, we gave you guys Odyssey, we figured, why not give you another Assassin's Creed? I'm like, what? No, stop it. You were doing so good with, and, I mean, it was only one example, but take a year off. Give us all that palate cleansing moment to not play an Assassin's Creed. That that way, when I come back into it, I don't immediately have these flaws in my head that existed. I have to at least like think back, like, oh, did this have this problem? No, no, no. I remember that having that problem, and now the problem's worse. The most frustrating part is like all this considered, all the the problems considered, the how good Origins is, and then Odyssey releasing a year later, how good it is. Like, can you imagine what they could do if they actually did what they said they were gonna do? That's that's my that's my and problem like, with it. Is like. We know how how big the jump was to go from. Holy shit! I'm gonna blank now. I wanted to say syndicate, and I don't think I'm right. I think it is syndicate, isn't it? Maybe. And then it took the Unity, year. Syndicate Brotherhood. Uh, before that, uh, it's. Unity. I, think it was I think it was syndicate. So then they go from that, and then they go origins, and you're like, "Holy shit! Like this is what you guys can do with a year off," and then. They're, they, I don't, it, Odyssey just feels rushed. Like that they took all the same mechanics and then just went to their graphics guys and went, give us a new area because we just want to kind of do this immediately again. And you're like, what? No, mm. Like the, not that the, the voice acting is not bad. Hmm. I want to, I want to tread lightly. The, the voice acting isn't bad. We're both playing as Cassandra and that goes really well. But the syncing up with her and the animations is not good. The animations themselves aren't good. And then the few times we've talked with Alexios, the other option to play as, the few times we've talked to him, or that I've talked to him, you've talked to him more, It's the voice doesn't match the character. It has not been in sync for me ever. It, it looks like the old like Asian films where you hear something and then 
the sound stops and then their mouth is still moving for another 10 seconds and you're like, uh, this is a triple A game. We're having, I'm having this problem. It, oh, it's just not a, that being said, I, I'm still enjoying it kind of because now they have certain things that are so unbelievably overtuned. something I've complained about this off air already, so I don't want to belabor the same points with Matt, but something that is the same level. So I'm 17, something that is also 17 should be a challenge to the, if it's just a common thing, should be a challenge to the point where like, if I all of a sudden dropped my controller, I would die. But that's the only way. And even like the bosses and air quotes, the captains or whatever the rank is above captain, pole marks, whatever. Those guys can be harder, but the fact that they're the same level as me and I have the abilities of a demigod based on the spear that I'm the only one that wields and I speak to Jesus or Zeus or whoever... Not actually, but for the might as well for this point. Yeah, I have an eagle. I was you know I was given an eagle by somebody. Gods, who cares? Whatever. And I have all this stuff, and yet there's just some guy that has a dog, just a random dog as a bounty hunter, and, and will ruin me in three hits. And I'm like, I, I, mm. the other thing going more on that point is that the part that irritates me about it is that. The the regular soldiers, the captains, the pole marks, or the fuck they're called, or whatever that word is. It's that word now. Um, they all fight the same way. There's no difference between them. They're just different. Like one has more health than the other, which is really frustrating. Because then, like, you could go up against three regular soldiers, and it's the same thing as going up against like three captains, really. Um. So, like, there's no, like, you should be able to steamroll regular soldiers. Like, that's just, I just feel like that's that's the way the story's presenting itself. So, that's the way the gameplay should present itself. Yeah, that I'm this giant badass. Get out of my way. Yeah. But there's just, or there's, like, the part that we were talking about before. I was in a fight in a city, which, understandable, it's a weird situation. But I was in a fight, which then, with a mercenary, which I'm also, you're also a mercenary. So, it's two mercenaries fighting. So, who really cares? But then all of a sudden, okay, we're just, you know, if you really wanted to play it, we're disturbing the peace. So here comes some guards. So now it's me versus the mercenary and guards, because why would the guards attack the other mercenary? (laughs) Then not Uh, only is that weird, so now it's 1v, I'll say 6 for argument's sake. 1v6, one of the 6 being another mercenary. And then I am now watching civilians that are just in robes grab brooms or swords of people that I've already killed and be like, I'll fight you. I'm like, you would never think that because I'm going to turn around, give you one look, hit L1 circle, and you're one shot. Why would you even become an enemy to me? I have other things to do. You're slowing me down from killing the rest of the 50 people watching this because if you die and then they're like, oh, I'm going to pick up his sword. I'm going to have to kill him too. And now I'm just going to look out to the crowd and go, your choice. Do you all want to die? I'm going to kill every one of you if I have to. I'll, I will liberate this town of human life <laughs> in order for me to be able to get out of it. The disconnect between what's happening in the story and what is happening in the gameplay combat is so frustrating. Because like 
The civilians attack you for shit like that. Bullshit yeah. like that. But then when you talk to them and interact with them in side quests and stuff, they're like, oh my god, Eagle Bear, help me. Yeah. Like, they're it's... either like that or they're some like wisdom person that's like, we must end the war between Sparta and Athens and bring peace to society. And I'm like, I'm you just brought a sword to me and I stabbed my spear through your throat. You watched, <laughs> you watched me kill this man whose dead body is in the cutscene. Is this, not a, <laughs> is this not a problem for you? Anyway. Uh, Assassin's Creed, man. Assassin's great, Creed. Great time. They just can't... How many games now? They can't just knock one out of the park. You'd think they would have gotten one just out of the park. I now. really liked... I'm in a minority. I like Syndicate. I enjoyed it. Never played it. I have no opinion. I I have it on my, my Ubisoft account that I've never played. Uh-huh. Because I got a code for it for PC, but I never, I already had played it on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it was, it, it was a good, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it has its same like weird problems that like every Assassin's Creed did, but it didn't have these glaring clusterfuck of a problem that these giant RPG ones are having where they just, they, and I don't think Origins was bad. I think Origins was pretty good about it as far as like the combat system went. But like Odyssey, I'm running into problems where they did not balance enemies to yourself. They almost like overtune certain things. That's making me not want to come back to this mission. And I don't want to have to go do these stupid fucking fetch quests where it's like, listen, I have to get this thing delivered to a midwife by noon. I can't be bothered to walk the 150 feet over there where I can see her waving at me. Can you do it for me? And I'm like, first off, it's 150 feet. Yeah, I'll do it. Like, that's fine. But second off, you didn't even get, you didn't even put, like, when you tell me that you have to get this thing delivered to somebody and, like, it's urgent, at least if you say those words to me, the game should put a timer on that quest. It doesn't, that, like, I understand that they don't want to because they want you to feel like you can do that whenever you get around to it and yada yada. But if you're going to tell me something's urgent, you need to get a message to somebody, give me wh- twice the time of whatever it would take for me to get my horse and run there. Give me that time times two and just start counting down the clock. Yeah. And say, hey, if you don't deliver this package by this point, you just fail the quest. Like, you already have certain missions in the game that are timed. They're your weekly ones or whatever. But something you're just going to tell me is, oh, I need this urgent delivery. This package needs to make it to the post office because then the truck leaves at 4 o'clock. And if I get there at 4.05, it doesn't go out till the next day. Like, I, any any dumb excuse. <laughs> but just uh, there's weird weird things like that. Anyway, that's one of the things I've been playing. I've been playing Let's Go P- uh, Pikachu. Yeah. I, got, I got to move us on from Assassin's Creed because we're just going to complain for an hour and a half and it's not going to go well. The Assassin's Creed podcast. Yeah. Assassin's Creed crappacy. <laughs> I, now, I, 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 for some reason, I, I like broke my brain and started thinking, it was like, oh, has anybody done an Assassin's Creed podcast? Could we do that? We should probably do that. And I was just like, oh, my God. Uh, let's go Pikachu. Yeah. Let's go Pikachu. Pika, Pika. So I've been playing that. That's been a thing. Still, yeah. still same situation it was before. I just got off the boat, the SSN. Uh, so that's I'm on my way to another to the gym with um, the electric gym, whose leader I'm name forgetting. Uh, then played a little bit of FM last night. 
I think I tied my one game. Did I tie both games? I might have tied both games. I think we only played two games. We didn't play for very long. We had to get through a, a two-week international break and stuff, so that took up a bunch of the time. Uh, it's not going well for either of us. I say not going well. We're not getting relegated yet, but we're still sitting mid-table. I, like, I feel like what is well with you guys? Because, uh, I, I mean, like, <laughs> I think you, you speak as well as, like, you know, high here. My hand is high up in the air, people. But really well is probably down here. Like, you well, guys need to lower your expectations a little bit. <laughs> in terms of well for us, in, in, in regards to this save, which is the more difficult one we've done ever, well for us in this sense would be like seventh and above. We'd probably be consider ourselves, we'd probably consider ourselves doing good at that point. Well would be like 10th to 7th, I, maybe. Okay. Like, or at least, even if we're, if we were losing, but still like losing two to one or something like seeing stuff that we want to see, not seeing like shitty own goals happening and stuff like that. That's where the problem comes in. Um, but normally, yes, our, if I said that things are going well or things aren't going well in regards to our main saves would be us not being in the top three. Mm-hmm. And like, Oh, that's going bad. Or like, Oh, I'm not in the, the final for these three cups and I'm not in the number one in the league. Like things are going bad. Like, I've almost been fired. I have not yet come close to being fired in this save. In our Man U versus Arsenal saves, I have come close to being fired before. Like where the press is like, are they going to can him? And then I've pulled it around and won that league that season. So like I, I can have upswings, but it's going to be way harder with a team that I don't have any money in that is nowhere near as good <laughs> to turn it around. Heaven forbid I do get to somebody saying like, they should fire him. I'm like, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> Uh, I'll be the guy in the back of the crowd with a mask on that's like, he's doing the best he can. And they'll be like turning around and throwing apples at me instead. But uh, And then I've been playing the shit out of MLB The Show. That I, still. I can't stop. I have. I, it's that weird. If you're enjoying it. Like, then, you I want to stop because I, I was playing it. And I was like, I, I've got to play like Assassin's Creed or something. Like, I need to. I, I need to try to get that beaten before Anthem is my goal. Yeah. And even though anthems, anthem's a month and weeks away, yeah. I'm still just like I need to I need to make progress in that because I know how long the game is. Yeah, and I know that even if the game is not necessarily long, if I just were to do the main story, I need to be leveled up and powered enough to do that. Uh, so I'm just playing MLB, and I'm like, all right, I'll just play this game. All right, that's one game. Oh, I'm pretty close to getting this thing. All right, I'll play one more game. Oh, that unlocked this other thing. All right, I'm one more game, and I just—I think um, it just compounds. Not to go back to Assassin's Creed, but I, I do think that that's that level. The leveling, I think, is going to be a problem for you, like because I've had I've unlocked a couple of the cultists, the, some of the higher level cultists, right? And they like when I was thirty or whatever, they popped at fifty, and I was like, and I'm. 70 hours into the game and I'm not level 50 yet. Yeah. Well, what my thing might be is how you also were talking about that you've started dumping, like not looking at the message board and stuff. Yeah. I'll probably need to just message board and then run around and just start completing everything I can, like ignore the main story and just play experience whore and just fly through as much experience as I can and then go back and get to like a next 
get through the area I'm in by experience whoring the entire outside area, then do the main story in the area I'm in, and then go to the next area and yeah. experience horror, and then main story. And I might have yeah. to do it that way, which will work. It will just also super piss me off. Yeah. It'll that's, be a miserable experience. But that's, well. We'll get to that. We'll talk about it when we get there. We'll get there. But yeah. Baseball, man. Gotcha. It sunk the teeth in. When's the next one? I feel March. like it's soon. March. That's that's gonna come quicker, probably than you think. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I, I was thinking about it. I mean, this is completely against my better judgment, and also just a thought in my head that I've been having. <sighs> you know, how I always say, don't pre-order. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably I'm probably gonna pre-order it. I mean, I'm dude, wait, you, I'm I play it for way too long to not. You buy it every, every year, yeah, like clockwork. It's like I why think it's not? just gonna be the the I'm gonna wait until like the week before or something, mm-hmm. and then pre-order it. Like in quotes, yeah, pre-order it. Like yeah, I'm just gonna buy it seven days early versus buying it now. Uh, but I'm also gonna be doing like I'm pre-ordering Division, mm-hmm. but I'm also pre-ordering Division because Division I can spend a hundred of my Ubisoft credits and get twenty percent off when I buy it. So yeah, that makes sense. Um. So I'm probably gonna that'll have I'll have the show. The, <laughs> the annoying part is I'll have the show and the division in March, and then I'm going to PAX in March. So yeah, yeah. I, but I those get, are two I, games I that get, have. I, I literally get the show on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday I'm in Boston. I'm like, yeah. I mean that sucks, but it's those just are funny. Two... It's just funny because I'll get the taste, and then immediately I take it away from myself. <laughs> those are two good games to have at the same time because they definitely fill two very separate right and that'll also be after weeks of anthem yeah like an anthem i'm not buying so yeah and who knows how we might i'm not committing so i'm gonna play the demo and then probably decide from there because i don't like yeah i mean my my question my question will just be do i cancel my premiere or not yeah, I mean, as much as I want it to be good, and I love Bioware, if it's not good, other people aren't going to get it. There's no point. Yeah, and then the only way is for you to join me finally on PC. Well, I I am leaning towards getting it on PC, anyways. So yeah, and then then we can see because even like if my month rolls are up before that time, then like I still have it locked in for those thirty days. So that's yeah. up to you. But that's a discussion when we get there. So. Things that came out this week, though, that I could, uh, I got you. Avoid Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe for the Switch. That's it. Well, actually, Bowser Junior, whatever the hell for the that 3DS, 3DS game was. Only yep. thing important. There was some tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition, but no sure. one cares about that. Zillia, Vesperia, Bazaria, whatever the hell it's called. There's thirty of them. Anyway. Yeah, what do you want? You that want was to go the first? new releases. Eventually, I'll get to talk about Kingdom Hearts coming out. All right, it shall not be mentioned. No. <laughs> <laughs> and now, the next game out is He Who Shall Not Be Named, and we're moving on. Let's uh, let's play the the weekly game of Nate choosing who goes first and yes. seeing if Matt wrote them in a certain way or not. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. I only made it down to three and then I decided, so. Here we go. 
Activision Blizzard has finalized their executive team across multiple branches this week following the chaos of the past year. Rob Kostich will be Activision's president going forward. He spent the last 10 years heading the Call of Duty franchise as executive vice president and general manager. King Digital of Candy Crush fame also has a new president by the name of Humim Sakahini. Nice. I don't know if that's right. Who was previously King's CFO and Chief Strategy Officer. King Digital is, of course, a subsidiary of Activision Blizzard and is responsible for most of their mobile games. Last but not least, Activision Blizzard CFO Dennis Durkin is becoming president of the Emerging Businesses Division. He'll be the guy in charge of Activision Blizzard Esports Leagues, Activision Blizzard Studios, and the Activision Blizzard Consumer Products Group. It's not all good news this week for Activision Blizzard, but hey, we're going to get to that later. That's a thing called foreshadowing and teasing, friends. There was something else right, about Blizzard, but I can't remember what it was about their executive team. But, oh well. It's, that they're all new. <laughs> yeah, that's it's... It Clean seems house. like a lot of movement for a big company. Cleaning know? house, man. We gotta we gotta wipe this slate and start fresh. Pressing reset buttons out here. Something like that. Oh yeah, the one of the co founders is is leaving in April. Yeah, Mike um Yeah, Mike Moraine. Yeah. Is is officially leaving. Yeah, I think officially. he's been talking he was about a leave. he's been strategy advisor. Yeah, he's, he's been leaving, but now he's officially leaving. All right. Two. Last year, Splash Damage announced that they could no longer financially justify working on Dirty Bomb. And we talked about it. We did. As part of that wind down from development, Splash Damage is removing the microtransactions from the game and making everything available for free. Unfortunately, this will be the final update for the game. As part of that update, they are increasing the credit earn rate inside the game so that players can get anything they would want and bringing back a number of items they had removed. The update is rolling out January fifteenth. You gonna you gonna check it out, or are you gonna just nope. let it, let it die? I will play taps as the ship sinks. You played Dirty Bomb for a while, right? I did. I got like thirty some odd hours into it. Thirty forty. I'm not gonna look. Something like that. Yeah, cool. I enjoyed it. It was a good shooter. It just nobody didn't, played it really. I didn't mean, take off. It was it was a great free to play shooter. And some points it had really good people, or really good, not uh, in terms of like really good air quotes numbers of people playing it. But when they did their big Dirty Bomb 1.0, the like big rework, you know, like not rework, but like overhaul, here's our big push. This is what we're hoping to draw people in with. Mm-hmm. They weren't even on the front page of Steam with it. Yeah. So I'm like, what? You're. Mm. You're you. If you were in the community, you knew the 1.0 was coming, and it was a big thing. But then they just you never saw anything of it unless you were in the community. So it was like, yeah, might have been bigger if they had more marketing. I I think it could have helped them. Even it even not necessarily like saved them, but you could have at least been on the front page of Steam for the weekend you were out. The, it, there was nothing there when it happened. Like there was not not like another one going on or like another feature there was just nothing and i remember seeing the the stuff come out where it's like yeah dirty bomb went 1.0 and i'm talking to kenny i'm like have you seen anything about it he's like nope neither have i i was like what the hell 
So weird. Huh, maybe we'll get something better to replace it. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. Number three. Amazon is rumored to be working on a video game streaming service for launch in 2020 at the earliest. Not much is known about the service, but it has been compared to Google's Project Stream uh-oh, and Microsoft's Project xCloud. Not sure. Apparently, Amazon has been talking to game publishers about potentially distributing their titles over the service. Amazon certainly has the capital and infrastructure to launch such, yeah, such a service, and it would align nicely with Twitch, another Amazon-owned gaming-focused platform. What, Max? Stop scratching your ear. You're going to cut yourself. Hey. I know. He wants his own mic. You want to come up here and talk? I'll pick you up. All right. Thought so. Yeah. I do they now when it's compared to the stuff like Project Stream or whatever. Yeah. Are they actually going to try to stream the game? Yeah. Cuz that's the part that I always don't like yet. Like just it's, give me give me a library, I download, I play. Don't give me stream stream. But I don't know, I haven't seen anything about how Project Stream specifically cuz I haven't seen I haven't seen anything other than Xcloud Microsoft's Xcloud is being worked on, but I haven't seen a Stream is actually um, the preliminary stuff because they're testing it with Odyssey. That's the whole thing. Which been, also is like, yeah, yeah, has been really good, like better than it has any right being. Apparently, like if you have a stable internet connection, um, like we, ours isn't the fastest in the world, obviously, um, but like our. Our internet connection, if we were into the, into the the beta, would be more than acceptable, and it would run it very well. Is my understanding because that their bare minimums is uh, twenty megabits, um, and as long as it's stable, like I think it's it, it has to be stable down to like fifteen. Oh, and it works apparently with decent graphics. So interesting, which is hard to believe. It, it is. I would have. I I put in to try to get into it because I wanted to see if it was actually all that it uh, touted to be. Mm-hmm. But Same. Didn't didn't get any. I, response, I did so. not get an email back because I am not cool enough. Same influencer levels, man. Get them over nine thousand. <laughs> Speaking of that, now, yeah. I'm gonna try something. I got some stuff I gotta put feelers out for this weekend, and I'll let you know. Okay. I don't think it's gonna work, but I'm. We'll see. Okay. Um, let's. See I'm only going to tell you if it works. If it doesn't work, you're not going to know. <laughs> All right. That's fair. I'm not going to. I'm not going to wallow in my embarrassment. <laughs> Every damn day, I slave over a hot microphone, just trying to get listeners. Hot microphone. What are you doing with that microphone, you weirdo? I have right. a plan. <laughs> I got a goddamn plan. Tahiti. <laughs> just need a boat. Um. <laughs> there. Okay. So before. Before we continue into what story four, yeah, right? we're we're at before we go into four. I don't know if I brought this. If I brought this up, stop me and we'll continue. The amount of joy I've had of seeing the internet with Red Dead and just I don't know. It's one of those. Not that we were we weren't in on the ground floor technically, yeah. but we played through the game. And once once you're through the game and you get to share the moments and the and the jokes of like the boy and plan i need a i just need money i have a plan it's a boat to heat all that stuff and somebody 
uh, I can't remember in what Ask Reddit thread it was. Somebody said something. And then somebody said mangoes. I can't remember what it was. It just said mangoes. And the first comment back to that was, but where does he go? Haha. And then the person's like, solid dad joke. Haha. Obviously, man goes. Yeah. Uh, but when he said, but where does he go? The comment below that guy was Tahiti. <laughs> and then it just derailed into uh. one off. I have a plan. <laughs> I need a boat. Yada yada <laughs> money. I think I saw the exact same thread and I was like it just you just chuckle. He was like, ha ha. Yeah, like, it's just like I was just sitting there working, I went, <laughs> Ah, those moments. <laughs> it was just it was it was a actual audible like <laughs> and I looked around my office like, Oh shit, did anybody actually hear that? No, okay, nobody's paying attention. Alright, moving on. <laughs> I do that quite frequently and then I have to Samantha will question it and I'll have to explain to her like the whole thing, which kind of Because normally normally I don't chuckle out loud. I just do that. I I put on a smile or like yeah. a grin, and I just kind of nod, like, "Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like that. Like, I like that. I like what you're doing over there." And then there's just every now and then when I just see that moment, I go, <laughs> "I remember when that. I remember when that happened. I was there. That happened. Yeah, yeah. Tahiti. Tahiti. Got a goddamn plan. Uh, take it go easy, away. black lung. I had black lung." That was the thing I've made. I've been making a joke all week that I have TB. It's a good time. <laughs> um, uh, spoiler alert. All right. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Uh, a little update on the Mad Box. Uh, the game console being made by Slightly Mad Studios. Slightly. Slightly. Mad. Slightly. Slightly. Mad. That should just be it. It should just be the super hot logo. Super. They hot. probably don't own it. They probably Slightly. Get it like- no, they don't. But I mean, like, they should just do the same thing. Anyway, sorry. They have the right uh, syllables. Continue uh, the mad box. Where we, okay, CEO Ian Bell took to Twitter. Uh, alleged CEO. Again. Uh, this time to kick off a contest for a promotional slogan for the mad box. His tweet read, quote, I want to be clear about this. The best slogan for the mad box gets 10K and free games for life. This isn't a joke. Hit me. End quote. I only hope that right as he end quoted that somebody, his secretary just punched him in the face and went 10K. (laughs) I mean, that's the only way to explain all the crazy shit he's doing. Um, Cocaine also can explain it. Yeah, it really could. He could be doing lines of coke off his secretary. Probably is. Obviously, he was quickly bombarded with more ideas than he could handle. So he reassured his followers that the studio's social media team was combing through all the submissions. It also looks like the Mad Box has gone through a radical redesign, as the new renders posted look totally different from the first images. Uh, I have a picture. I'm going to show them to you. I like that this is getting hype, though, because everybody's like, oh, yeah, we got the Switch, we've got this, we've got this, and then people are like, screw it, let's just get hype about something else. And it's not like a steam machine that's also tied to a, oh, wow, they took a real change in that design. Uh, It's not like they took... It's not like it's Steam, right? And, you know, it's not a... Oh, it looks pretty good. Yeah, I looks, mean... That looks sleeker. That looks better. This looks more realistic. I mean, the other one looks realistic, but I like how that one actually could can do what systems can kind of do now, where they slide underneath the TV. Yeah. That's on it. Yeah. Um, but it's not Steam. You know what I mean? Like, it's not tied to a big studio or, like, a big publisher where... And everybody knows the Soldier Boy one was a joke anyway. Yeah, but it's not. It's not something like that. Like it's a 
guys that have made Project Cars and their studio, they're like, we're just going to make game console. Screw it. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Woo, we're hype. Let's go. It's just hard for me to It's believe. hard for me to believe in a lot of it, too, right? It is for me, too. But but at the same time, it's not the sour taste. It's it's the actual, like, it's got the underdog story. Everybody loves, yeah. everybody loves yeah. a good underdog story. So you're like, yeah, come on. You can succeed. And you're not on live. And you're not all these other pieces of shit. What would be nice is um, if it does succeed and then you get like... And it doesn't... And we have to be real careful with what we say. Well, I mean, we don't because we're not actually industry analysts. We're we're not even pundits, honestly. We're just people that talk. I don't... I, I would love to be able That's to fair. consider us That's fair. industry pundits or personalities. But let's be honest, not enough people listen to this to give a shit. So when we say succeed... 1000 units sold on release. I mean, in terms of succeed, I'm sure they're like, "Whoa, we need to sell." You know, the actual analytic guys are like, "Oh, yeah, we need to sell something like 2.6 million units by the 30-day mark in the first quarter of the unit being released, and then at the 45-day mark, we need to have sold another 500,000." And, and it's just like, "I don't, I don't care about those. I just want to see a buzz storefront because I, I mean, Steam didn't, unless it did, didn't have a storefront." Get yourself in a brick-and-mortar presence to be in front of the parent that's going to go, oh, what's that? And then the rest of us will all go, hee! We'll see. It would be nice to see it take off. And then like things like the Amazon streaming service, the Google streaming service, also come to fruition. And then you get this like crazy diversification to where like 
maybe we can get all this shit on all these different types of consoles. So like you could have console A, I could have console B, but we could both access streaming service A, B, and C. You know, like yeah, yep. Then then it basically turns into computers at that point. Honestly, yeah. And once the giant jerk off fest about I don't want to share my stuff with that other platform. Because it is inferior and it's dirty. And it's like, all right, once <laughs> once you old people die off and we all agree to all just play nice together and we don't build walls between our consoles, then we'll be, we'll be better off. Uh, walls. Number five. <laughs> I didn't make a joke. Number five. Earlier this week, Sony announced that the PlayStation 4 had sold... <coughs> had sold 91.6 million consoles. That makes it the fourth best-selling console of all time, excluding the handhelds like DS and the Game Boy line, because as we know, they're not consoles. That and the, the reason why I purposefully excluded them is that includes all the DSs yeah. and all the different Game Boys, which I feel like... It's like unfair. It's like 17 different SKUs for each of them. Yes. PlayStation 2 is number one with 155 million, followed by the OG PlayStation with 102.5 million, and then the Wii with with 101.6 million. I read some analysts who believe that it'll end up uh, in the number two spot. I I would say it is number two potentially number three by e3 if you want if you want like scary stupid prediction yeah. number two by e3 or sorry number three by e3 and number two after e3 like in within a month because yeah. i think even though sony's not doing e3 there's a solid chance that something goes wrong like there's... not not wrong but that there's a a bucket drop moment where just like oh it actually is coming out. Like for some yeah. for some reason, Walmart Canada wasn't wrong. And, July, and June thirtieth, the um, death training actually hits, and everybody goes, "Oh my god!" <sighs> the analyst thing, the couple analyst things I read basically was that it'll end up number two. I think, I think that's a given. It has no chance of beating the PS two. No, there's no way. And uh, the PS four and Xbox One will receive price cuts this year, permanent price cuts. I think both I th- I think both of those analyst statements are true because obviously we know we've we've discussed and know that 5 and Xbox or PS5 and Xbox whatever are on the way. And so it makes sense to cut them now. And then to say that it's never going to reach 155 million. Yeah, that's another 60 million. It's not going to do that. But to say that it wouldn't that it could do another what 11 million. Yeah, that's completely believable. Yeah, that's that's totally believable. All right, for number five, we're going to do our normal thing where uh, I got a list of shit. I'm going to read it. You're going to, you know, vomit your opinion on us about it. Or, I, you know, vomit my, it. I vomit my opinion for how long have we been going? I don't know. The last 48 minutes has been me vomiting my opinion. Oh, we got a lot to get through. Not really, actually. Not really. We got, we got time. All right, so uh, this is going to be, uh, you know, shit that happened at CES this year. Um, there's no, I, I'm sure there's a ton of fun stuff out there. I know, like, I saw a million... PC cases. I saw the women's uh, vibrating thing. I don't know if it was like a it was a sex toy. You, okay, did you see the sex toy yes. thing? Did you also see that it was there was a, like a sexist news article brought up about it? Yeah, it was like some about it being because it would because it wouldn't shit. be allowed. On, it wasn't allowed on something. I can't remember what it was. Floor or on the floor, maybe on a, either on a sales floor or on a or, stage or or something like yeah, that. I, I I saw it. I didn't read the article though. 
I didn't. I didn't read the article either. I just saw the headline and I was like, "That's probably a grab that it's actually sexist." But yeah, all right. I'm just gonna hit the stuff that's big that we that affects the gaming world, the PC gaming world mostly. But yeah, in case you're curious, though, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. Oh yeah, I probably should have said that. Is uh is massive in terms of not just the gaming stuff we're going to talk about. There is the Internet of Things, which is all the IoT devices. So stuff. Mobile devices. Home TVs. automation. Smart cars. Flip fitness. Uh, snapped phones. Yeah. Bendable phones. Drones. Did you see the fucking roll, rolled up OLEDs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rolled up OLEDs, the smart washers and dryers I, anything that's a smart home if you don't think it needs to have a technology thing in it it probably does probably smart toilets are probably there now yeah that was this year <laughs> with the fucking smart bat toilets uh, i couldn't even make a joke about it and it's a real thing uh cars are a that's thing. really funny that because that was this literally this year I was like oh there's smart toilets now yeah so there you go anything in your house that doesn't have a brain it's gonna have a brain if you so choose but right. there's a lot of just a lot of things to go take a look at. Yeah. Type in CES 2019 and let your let your click happy fingers go ham. Run through articles. All right, first up, AMD announced the Radeon 7. It's meant to be a direct competitor to the RTX 2080. Let me unlock my screen again. It supposedly has similar performance according to AMD and they'll be selling it for 699. It'll be available February 7th. It's built on the 7 nanometer process, and it features um, HBM2 memory, that high bandwidth crap. Uh, general consensus is that it appears to be more of a content creator's card than for gamers. Interesting. Yes. Um, uh, I mean, good. Nvidia yeah. needs competition. I'm curious... I just don't. It'll need to be buy a, a reoccurring theme with AMD and the next thing we're going to talk about. But I'm curious to see the actual like third party benchmarks and performance review because it's it's you know you always take the the uh, supplied ones with a grain of salt, right? Yeah, this is what we tested it at. Well, how about I test it? And yeah, exactly. We'll see what I get. Um, Not me specifically, but more so with this next one, which is the Ryzen two. Ah, yes, the Ryzen 2. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So Ryzen 2 was also shown off a, t- uh, a tiny bit. Uh, nothing was set in stone. The, they said the speeds weren't final. They had no idea Your of pricing speed's yet. not final. Exactly. Uh, but they showed benchmarks of it mi- mirroring an i9-9900K at a much lower power consumption level so like that seems mind-blowing to me but it gets better because but they said k not x so yeah but even not I mean, not, the, not that a, not that an i9 9900k is anything to, to scoff at yeah but it was a k not an x but it was still a k the interesting part about it, I mean, the whole thing is is whack to me because it's it's. I mean, let's AMD, fantastic company for the most part, but like they are, they feel they seem to be at least a generation behind as far as usually are CPUs go. They usually are 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 nipping at heels as they're beginning as Intel's usually already beginning to take the next step. Exactly, that's a good way of putting it. So you're, you're welcome. <laughs> keep that in mind. So the general. 
people thought that it would be a 16 core 32 thread processor which is typical which is typical of Ryzen which is what we assumed right it well, was, I say typical of Ryzen. It's the, in their Threadripper is the same yeah, way. Yeah, it would be a, it would make, it would make sense for them that to be their next step for whatever their Ryzen is or whatever their f- fancy Ryzen. Um, this was not. It was eight core, <clears throat> and the die it was missing like a whole chunk. Like the die of the CPU appears like they could stack another eight core next to it. So people are like confused. <laughs> you just like, not put half of it in or <laughs> it's just it's it's interesting the whole the whole thing's interesting and i'm really curious to see how it pans out but they said it should be summer this year is when we'll get them i'm i'm curious to see when they get sent out to the influences they will <coughs> inevitably get sent out to what they do with them and what they report back yeah um i say influencers because screw actual industry people yeah i love you but i don't uh, NVIDIA announced the RTX 2060 at the very beginning of CES. Uh, long Which, story short. Good move. Yeah. Good move. Long story short, it performed similar to an uh, slightly overclocked 1070 Ti. Which is what's in Nate's computer. Yep. Uh, cost $350. I think, is that what you paid for yours? Which is roughly what I paid for mine. Yep. Um, still supports ray tracing, of course. Uh, Which mine does not. Not that it matters. Correct. The possible downside is that it has 6 gigs of VRAM. Not 8 gigs like the uh, 1070 Ti. I got more gigs. Exactly. Which, it seems like nitpicking, but when you're talking 1440p and up, and you know, you're looking at like 2 to 3 years out, that could become a serious problem. Which is why Matt is now in, once again, a conundrum. Yeah. You ever played that board game conundrum? Matt's always in one, especially if it comes to PC parts. Well, yeah. I mean, feeling the the pain of the... The 970 was a great video card. But when you throw a, a 1440p monitor on it and you're asking it to play games, it's 3.5 gigs of... Of, of actual RAM. Of RAM. It's 0.5 like, VRAM. It's like being waterboarded, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. That did exist. Oh, yeah. It drove both of those. Yeah. And I'm sure when you put the new card in and we're like, like having a freaking seizure. <laughs> I I mean, <laughs> a couple times, you know. Every now and then you just, it was a loading up Battlefield for the first time and you're just like, uh, oh. Did you, were you like, man, I should have done this sooner? No. Uh, okay. No, I didn't say that. Uh, mostly because <laughs> money. Yeah. That's a problem. Uh, all right. The big one, really, though, is NVIDIA dropped a bombshell by announcing that they will support FreeSync monitors. Now, if you wanted to ask me, and you're not going to, so I'll tell you. <laughs> My holy shit moment throughout this entire week was easily this. Really? I mean, Is that including all the video game stuff that happened? Including all the video game stuff that happened and... Like even the even the news that came out yesterday that we'll get to. This this one I immediately just went. I I saw the news pop up because it, it was what like the first or second day of CES that this news came out. Yeah, so they I think it was very strategic. They dropped the the twenty sixty literally like either the night before or the first day of CES. Yeah, gave it twenty four hours because 
they gave the people that they wanted to give cards to do reviews, right. and that could have a, a news cycle. Yep. And then that was like the first salvo, like, let's send a couple cruise missiles in. Yeah. And then they dropped the bomb with the, oh, by the way. Yeah, they they did the all right, news cycle for the card. Let AMD say whatever they want. All right, cool. But wait, there's more. We don't give a fuck anymore. Watch this. And then they did a backflip on a BMX bike up a dirt ramp. Uh, did a Superman hand grab. Then forgot to pull the bike back and still landed on their feet on top of the ramp standing there like I am triumphant. Because when I saw this, I at work went, are you kidding me? And that's when immediately when you and I started talking, I just went, are you fucking serious right now? Yeah. And I was flipping through all these links trying to like read about it. I'm like, are they, are they, you done gone crazy, NVIDIA? You doing a little bit of black magic voodoo over there? What so, gypsy is hypnotizing you to allow this? I'm, what What underhanded scheme are you running? Because I feel like there's a... There is an underhanded ooh, scheme. Ooh, look at this really shiny thing. Ignore this piece of shit that's underneath it, but it's really shiny foil on top of that piece of shit. The anyway. thing that uh, irritates me about it. Well, let me go through it and I'll tell you what irritates me. Yeah, all right, me you go through it. Uh, they have a list of twelve monitors that are compatible that they they've labeled compatible. Current, and they tested four hundred currently. Currently, they're they adding are, more. Yeah, testing more all the time apparently. Um, but they will still allow G-Sync to be turned on manually in the settings. And this is kind of the weird part here. I say G-Sync, but it's not true G-Sync. It's, it's, it's just adaptive sync, essentially. It's free M- sync. MMD? Yeah, it's... I don't know what the fuck. VMMD? It's... I VRR, I think. V- VRR, variable yeah. refresh rate. Yeah, VRR. Ignore... MMD is something completely different. <laughs> so... Because... G Sync in I'm gonna call it Free Sync for lack of you know because that's just what we have at this point. Yeah, we've had they G- are G Sync Nvidia and Free Sync of, of yeah. AMD. G Sync and Free Sync are distinctly different. There's there are differences there in case anyone's curious, but um, they will allow you to turn on their their G Sync uh, manually, but they can't guarantee that it'll work with your monitor if it's not one that's listed. Uh, this the prevalent problems that people are reporting seems to be flickering. Uh, with the variable refresh rate. Don't look up MMD. I thought it was something else. And then the first thing I looked up, not what I thought it was, completely different. Don't do that. All right, anyway. frightening. So my issue with this situation is NVIDIA is supporting FreeSync, but they're not going to... You know, I looked into it because I was genuinely curious. Obviously, G-Sync monitors aren't going to be getting FreeSync. Right, right, right. Although I'm sure they're more than capable of doing it. There's no way they're going to allow, like, they're going to unlock the G-Sync module so that you can pair it with a an AMD card and get variable refresh rate. Right. And I think I think the key is not to... Because they would be very quick to say, well, we don't do free sync. We take advantage of the variable refresh rate, the VRR that is already in the monitor. Because mm-hmm. you know that they don't want their name with FreeSync the yeah, same free- way that they wouldn't want it. So it's basically that, yes, if it is a VRR monitor, they will test it to see if it meets their standards to run G-Sync with their VRR. Mm-hmm. And then they will put it on their list. Yeah. But 
if it's not on their list and you wanted to do it, you can turn it on manually. And from my understanding of it, it's not, it is, they won't ever probably associate with the term free sync, but they are, it is, you're getting free sync. You're not getting G sync because G sync free sync starts. I think at like a higher refresh rate. Like it's like, I don't know. Uh, I know G sync goes down to 30. Whereas FreeSync, I think, starts depending on which version of FreeSync it is, it's it's higher than that. But either way, it's better than whatever you're oh, running. Yeah. It's, you're, it's, whatever you're running right it's now, distinctly, it's well, better than if you're not to running. have than not yeah. have. Right. Um. All right, which we threw in the the fun one. I didn't, actually didn't see this until you put it into the top. You're welcome. Uh, EVGA is releasing a sound card called New Audio, and that's an NU New Audio. Uh, the general, it's focused on keeping audio as pure as possible instead of, say, Creative's approach, which is the other big sound card uh, vendor, which is cleaning and enhancing. Now, I put this in when I saw it because Matt is an audiophile. I am. I did, I did read. I didn't want to, you know, put too much in there, but I did read a little bit about it. it it's very compelling depending on what the price is. Right, which they haven't said yet. Exactly, which means it's going to be probably $300. Yep, which we're supposed to say in next week or the week after, I believe. Yeah. It makes sense, though. I When I read through the article, I'm like, yeah, this kind of makes sense. I mean, it's EVGA kind of has a rep for doing, like, quality computer components. Yeah. And uh, audio files are – they they'll drop – I'm talking fucking buku money on things like this. Oh, yeah. Big dollars. Like the Sennheiser $20,000 headphones. Like, they'll just – Yeah, or the – what is it, the – the crystal lamps. Yep. The, um, you know what I'm talking about? We've looked at them before. Not yeah. The, the, not the, the amps, the, the, uh, preamps. Yeah. But they're like, they're crystals or glass. Yeah. They're tubes. glass tubes. They're, they're tubes. Yeah. They're tube amps. Something about it, but they were like $100,000 or something. Yeah. The ones we were talking there about. There was, uh, audio files, man. They're nuts, man. They really are. I mean, I love good sound, but I'm not like, I have the most I've spent on headphones is $150, and that's still, don't you have a was, sound card in your computer, though? I don't anymore because I went to the the small build. Ah, uh, so do I know what I've never had in my computer. Sound card, sound card. Uh, it's interesting. I don't think they're common. Well, they they definitely aren't common anymore. No, no. I've read online that this article brought up the conversation on certain uh, corners of Reddit, and a lot of people mm-hmm. seem to resort to sound cards when they have audio issues with the motherboard. Like if there's like a, right. Yeah, if there's a problem with if the onboard audio, then you need a way to actually hear audio. You put a card in. Yeah, exactly. But then you get the audio files that go, uh, yeah, having a problem with onboard audio is called using onboard audio. I think the reason <laughs> why people don't use sound cards anymore is because a lot of people resort to external. Like, you've seen the shit stacks, right? Yeah, I've seen shit stacks. Um <laughs> I love that. That's what they're called. I was say, but saying that and not explaining what a shit stack is isn't going to help anybody. Yeah. So it's a is they're a very common um, DAC and amp combination that's made by a company that's I don't know if it was the, is the company called uh, is it actually pronounced shit I don't even know I don't know but I'm calling it a yeah. shit stack. It's like S H I I T or whatever. Yeah. It's probably or like S- sheet or it's like S C actually I think it's like S C I I T or it doesn't matter. But basically, that's the the combination they run on their desk instead of like a sound card. They'll run those two devices on top of each other with headphone input. Anyways, we went way too deep into that. Um, 
Yeah, you're up next. After you text all your ladies. Yeah, your fiance. <laughs> I guess. I was going to keep making fun of her sister, but she dropped that conversation pretty quick. Oh, yeah. She won't. She won't let that allow that uh, that to continue. No, she already pooed it once with the story that I won't tell on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not dewy about it. <laughs> I could be dewy about it. Anyway, number seven. I should change this from Tom Clancy to me and just be like, Nate Killian's the Division 2. <laughs> <laughs> the Division 2 will not be sold through Steam. Instead, it'll show up on Epic's Game Store. It is the first major release to ditch Steam in favor of Epic, and we're sure Epic's 88% revenue share versus Steam's 70% was a major factor in the decision. It also is still available, obviously, on the on the Uplay store itself, uh, but Uplay is not selling it on Steam, or Ubisoft is not selling it on Steam and has decided to move to Epic as its alternate to the Uplay app. Irritating. So it begins. Yeah. I'll have it on Uplay. I'll have it in Uplay anyway, though, because doing it that way is the way to do my yeah hundred coins. I can't ever off bonus. I can never get the. You know how some people link it through their Steam. Yeah, I I can uh, never get the work right. The add a add a non Steam game to your Steam account launch yeah. situation. I I have never done that. I have I have two games that I can think of off the top of my head. That I bought on Steam that launch Uplay and then launch themselves. Yeah. But not that I have taken from Uplay and added to Steam to launch via that way. Because if I have it on Uplay, I will just open Uplay and go that way. I won't use Steam to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's me. I entertained the idea once and tried to do it. And then it didn't work right. And I was just like, Whoa. Yeah. Now I have so many games on Uplay, it's not even worth it. Right. And I just think it's it, funny to see. Division's yeah. the first one to fall. Yep. Anthem was never going to be on there, so that doesn't count. When do you think Steam's going to lower or try raise to or try to recover themselves? Change their revenue share to compete. Again, uh, June. All right. Heard it here first, June. That that uh, I'm going to get a little more generic with it. June that they do something in response to this. Period. Whether that means they release Half-Life 3 or not, they just do uh, something to not strangle their own platform. One of the writers for oh, Half-Life... God, Half-Life 3 is... <laughs> first off, Half-Life 3 is not happening. I know, but I just wanted to say, just for, you know, funsies, one of the original writers for Half-Life... I don't know if he was originally for Half-Life or Half-Life 2, but he has rejoined Valve. Oh, boy, folks. Was he the one that made the post that was saying how he would have had Half-Life 3 be written? Remember that guy? Yeah, I do. Was it him? I don't know. I don't remember now. Oh, my God. Imagine if it was him and he just told everybody the story and then went back and wrote it into the game and, like, who gives a shit? Anyway, sorry. Such I a won't, hater. I won't hate on your dreams, When Matthew. we do that series where we force each other to play games that we don't like. Honestly, that should be something we do. I'm pretty sure Half-Life's upstairs. I have it anyways. I know, but I'm I I'm pretty sure it's literally right there. Actually, hold All on. right, what do we have for time here? It's probably right there. What do we have for time here? Close enough. Okay. Um 
Buck buck ten. Okay. Do you want? No, I'll do. I'll do them. Whatever. I'll do both of them. I don't care. Um, I'll talk fucking all right, overachiever. I'll take care of the deals. I don't. I don't know how Bungie does it. I fucking don't know either. This was the one. You you said that like the whole Nvidia FreeSync thing floored you. This one floored me. This one. The reason I'll tell you the reason this one didn't floor me. Let me go through it and then you can tell us. All right. Uh, I don't know how it, Bungie does it. It won't ruin anything, but it's just with what everything else has been going on with that. This isn't like a surprise. Oh, okay. Yeah, point. I get what you're saying. Um, I don't know how Bungie does it. Was somehow somehow they managed to end their partnership with Activision and still keep the rights to the Destiny IP. According to Activision, Destiny will remain on Battle.net, and Bungie says the transition away from Activision is quote already underway in its early stages. End quote. Jason Schreier from Kotaku said that there was cheering in the Bungie offices when the announcement was made, just like when Bungie left Microsoft. It'll be interesting to see what becomes of Destiny, since Bungie is already working on another game outside of Destiny with that $100 million investment from NetEase. Yep. I don't. Twice they fucking pulled this off. Once they pulled it off. They separated. They did not retain Halo. Yeah, but still they, they separated... With full autonomy. Yes, but they did not retain their property of Halo. But they still they still pulled off an unbelievable feat. But this is almost better. Because they walked out with their product. I don't fucking get it. I <laughs> in an age of when companies are like literally like just wholeheartedly swallowing each other and like fucking no, I'm never giving you up. Like Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and you know that stupid gif with like the dude who's like dancing and like moving past the signs and shit. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, it's like it's a stupid one. I hate that. Overused. Yeah, because this is what I'm thinking. I hate that person. Just every time I see him, he's got like a whole YouTube channel, I think. And I oh really? Oh, oh, fuck off, dude. Anyway, this is this. He is Bungie right now, though. Yeah, just. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's bizarre. It's so. There's a couple things, right? Yes, you're, you're probably going to mention the one that I I want to go. I'll let you hit that first, and I'll. It'll be interesting to see because everyone assumes that the di- the issues with Destiny stem from Activision and Activision forcing them to annualize. I want to see. What happens now that Bungie's on their own? If they still fumble, or if they actually start nailing things? Couple things. Mm-hmm. Unless they get picked up again, this means Bungie is now indie. Yeah. In the weirdest definition of that word. Self-publishing, which is... Which is indie. Yeah. Also... But that does not mean that Destiny is an indie game because it was published as a AAA, and that does not mean Halo is an indie title because it was published as a AAA. So let's just go ahead and calm yourselves that they're the greatest indie developer of all time. They haven't had an indie game since early 90s. That being said, whatever the next game is from the NetEase money is going to be really telling. Yeah. And then whatever Destiny 3 might not exist. I don't... That's the thing is I don't... I don't think we see des- any more Destiny right. for a very which long is, time. Which is what I think a lot of people are like, 
oh, there's no way. We're going to get Destiny 3 now, and it's not going to have Activision's money hands all over. I don't think you see Destiny 3, or you see a very different yeah. Destiny. I kind of... All right, so what I think they is They were going signed on to happen... a 10-year contract for that. Yeah. And they got out yeah. in four, five? Four and change, I think. I don't even remember, to be honest with you. I think you. it's been two years for each game. Because they were year three. So probably four years. Yeah, four four, four or five years. About halfway um, through their contract, they got out. I don't know, dude. I don't think we see anything. I mean, NetEase is a Chinese company, right? I believe they're, so, yeah. Yeah, they're... Um, I don't know. I think we see something whack. And that's, I think that's it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be necessarily geared towards our market. Right. The thing. And there's there's a lot of... There, um, I just... Not that it affects us directly. Because it doesn't. We've had our share with their games over the last 15 years. This specific moment is really interesting because you get some people that are are like, Activision's gone. Bungie's going to be even greater now than it ever was. It's like, no, Destiny 2 is still what it is. Forsaken saved a lot of it. But like I said, you're probably not going to see Destiny 3. And if you do, it's going to be something real strange, I think, especially with that Netties money. But there's also the... I worry is the wrong word. Uh, thought that I don't know. It, it's it's a it's a really weird line to walk. I think because it, it as much as Activision and and act, the stock holding company Activision Blizzard is shifting all its things around in terms of things that only are going to be financially supportive of themselves. They could have looked at they. I don't. We don't. I don't know how it went down. I assume it was Bungie started the. We don't want to be on this train anymore. Please get us out. But they also could have been like, "You're not making us enough money anyway." At this point, for us to warrant trying, like we'd be paying more to you than a three hundred percent increase, or you know, like whatever. Yeah. Then whatever the net gain would be isn't they high probably- enough in our brains keep you under duress yeah i everyone's viewing it as like a victory for bungie and i feel like that's not the direction i i'm i kind of think that activision was like hey we're gonna cut you loose because we break even at this point yeah they could all it could very much be an activision is the victor in, in a really weird sense like yeah activision could be the victor because they don't have to pay Bungie anymore for where Destiny was good and everything. I think it probably underperformed in sales. Because once again, I don't think it got saved until Forsaken three DLCs later off its launch. Yeah. And I and there, there was a lot of money put into Destiny as a whole. There was a like, ton of money. The audio scores alone were massive. Yeah. We're talking like, like hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. So to say they probably broke even, honestly, might be really good. Yeah. Uh but now to see them leave, the leaving is like caution to whatever you think about Bungie, caution. And then to Activision, you're like, what are you guys doing now? Because now, we, before we could go, Destiny, Call of Duty, the Blizzard games. Now we go, 
Call of Duty, some of the Blizzard games, because they've already started restructuring over there too. And the all the stories that keep coming out and coming out, that's why I was saying that this one wasn't so surprising to me as the NVIDIA one, because the NVIDIA one literally came out of left field. Yeah. This one's like a, the ship's still sinking, and now just like the first mate jumped off. Or like one of the one of the lieutenants or whatever jumped off, where there's still some lieutenant standing, but one of the big ones of more recent times went, We'll see you later, and just jumped off the boat. I I'm actually it's kind of bizarre or, because or was potentially pushed off the boat or allowed to use the lifeboat, like <laughs> They were the women and children situation. <laughs> Given a, a life vesting. Text. Yeah, they they were the they were the women and children first situation. Like, all right, we'll see you later. I'm I'm I've kind of pulled a 180 on the Activision Blizzard situation because initially when all this started going down, I was like, this company's fucked. Um, but now that everything's happening, like, and looking at the landscape of the video game industry with all the, the you know the potential consoles, the potential streaming services, I get the distinct feeling that Activision Blizzard is trimming itself down to try to be a more lightweight, nimble company to deal with. I think we're on the verge of some crazy shit happening in the video game industry, especially with the streaming stuff. That's going to upend and upset a lot of things. And I think Blizzard Activision, Activision Blizzard is... Putting itself into a position to where it can change directions very quickly. Yeah, there's there's a chance, and albeit unlikely, that somehow they're playing Moneyball, and not not in the terms of like the way Moneyball actually is, but like they're playing Moneyball the way that Moneyball happened in real life, where the athletics of that time were so far ahead in analytics of like using that to do things that. Now, in the years that we're in now, the last like few, they're, everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's a really good way of doing things. And it's just like they could just be that early adopter. Like, now cut it all down. Get us down to this. And now we can just pivot trends and navigate that way versus, oh, we have the Titanic. If we hit an iceberg, we're going down. Let's cut it down to like six dinghies and we can navigate much faster. Yeah. It'll be... So I'm not, I mean, I'm rooting for both sides because I want to see Activision and Blizzard come back out of it into the actual fandom love that they had and not be this constant garbage fire right now. But I also want to see Bungie not sink, yeah, which is potential for them to do. The other part that I have, I don't know, not not problem with, but everybody that's, uh, it, it goes along with the cheering that's happening in the offices. Yeah. Like, yes, your publishers can be bad publishers and can treat you poorly. But you, and maybe it's not seen this way, but you always go through the don't burn any bridges mentality, like that conversation every time you leave a job or go to a new, you know, leave a conversation with things or anything, you know, you don't, as much as I say don't burn any bridges, I'm sure I did. Uh, You don't walk out with your pants down around your ankles, giving double middle fingers in the air because you're drunk off your ass. And be like, yeah, Activision, fuck you. I'm going to piss on your sign as I'm leaving for the day. Like, that doesn't... There was a, the director of Destiny, I believe, put out a tweet that said, Guardians make their own path. Or something like that. Uh-huh. And I went, that's misleading. <laughs> like, he said it, and I was like, I understand what you mean. Like, I, I get the like the powerful moment, like... Hey, cool. We get to be self-published. We have our game. 
it's not Activision. You know, it's our product and we have our thing. And cool, we get to forge our own way. And you would think in his head, hopefully they go Destiny 3. And they're like, cool, we get to kind of, leave, kind of make it the way we really want to make it without, you know, what Respawn did with Titanfall yeah. before they got bought by EA. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, cool, we have this idea. Where the, I'm sure they were like, because that whole story goes way back where you're, I'm pretty positive at some point, probably there was a conversation where like, we want to put Mechs in Call of Duty and they're like, you're not doing it. And they're like, peace then, we're going to go make our own studio. And then Mech Game, really well done Mech Game for the most part, except Smart Pistols were absolute cancer. Uh, <laughs> then now you have this where it's like they leave. They're like, cool, we can really do our own thing. But when you say it as Guardians make their own path, it almost sounds more like the you're the guardian. Okay, this is going to be a fucking stupid analogy, right? You're the guardian. Destiny is the light or the traveler, whatever you want to call it. Both, I guess. Traveling light. And then the hive is Activision. Yeah, the darkness is Activision. Like the void, whatever, is Activision. You're just like, that's a really weird. It's a very accusatory. It's yeah. Way it's, of putting it's, it. It's, it really makes that just that tweet. And uh, maybe I'm reading into it more than I should, and stuff like that. But hearing like the cheering of leaving, it was like the cheering of leaving Microsoft. Like, yeah, but you guys also like thrived under them. Like, yeah, the conditions might have been bad, but Halo One, Two, and Three, plus the other ones, are some of the greatest games. That get regarded in that way for a reason. Yeah. And yes, you made them, but they are associated perfectly with you and Microsoft. Like those, you all, you're a, you're a trinity of power in that, in those situations. You are the spirit ghost and the third thing. The name of, oh, father, son, and Holy ghost. <laughs> I, got, I got all three of them. Uh, but in, in the Activision one where you're telling them, we make our own path is almost like looking at the boss and spitting on it. Kind of. I don't, I just see it almost as like a, it's disrespectful, almost like an end game decision, right? That we've seen before where you get to the end and he's like, join me and we can go on this epic quest. Like all, all the guy wants in this moment of like, Join me and we can do great things together. And you just look at him and you have that moment. You go, I'll make my own path. And the the entire scene that you're watching as the person is your character then turning his back and walking away and the guy going, well, if that's how you want to be then, and then, you know, like nuking you into oblivion or something like that. Like, it's always that weird moment where it's like, come with me. We can do great things. And he's like, don't do it. I have the high ground. And (laughs) he does it anyway. Uh, high ground. I have the high ground, Anakin. It's over. Do you want to blow through these dice nominees, or do you want to save it for next week? Please don't try it. He tried it. And there goes his limbs. And now he's burning. And if he had just killed him, one thing Obi-Wan failed to do. Listen. Kill him. He, he just killed him, he would have moved, moved on. Apart. Just kill. kill him, and the fucking thing is perfect. Anyway, yeah, we, we're not going to go through him. Okay. We're... But in terms of, hey, there's more award shows coming. Maybe we'll go through them. Maybe we'll go through the winners later, like when that happens. Um, but the uh, DICE Awards, which I believe are the industry voted on awards, 
or the awards voted on by industry peers. Something like that. Are uh, basically, it's not a pu- there's not public voting. It's ever I, I believe it's sound designer sound designers voting on sound design stuff like that. Uh, those are have the nom- nominees up, and we'll have the winners after they happen. We'll go through those. In terms of things Nate's going to talk about, and hope that Max doesn't try to just knock everything on the floor right now, or turn off the soundboard that our mics are on, or do anything else as Nate waits patiently to see what he's about to try to do before he continues talking. No, you can go for it, dude. You going for it or not? Here. Come on, go for it. There you go. Anyway, uh, Humble Bundle has a winter sale going on right now. That is their... Steam had its winter sale. Everybody else had their winter sale. Humble Bundle's running late. They're doing a winter sale. So that's pretty cool. Uh, the first game I was going to call out... I'm not going to call it many, but I saw this one on there. Would be Senua's Sacrifice. For that's fourteen a, for $14.99. It's a real good game. $14.99. Fantastic game. $14.99. Must play. $14.99. It's fair. That's a that's a screaming deal. Screaming. Play with headsets on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, the fun note is that the uh, ignore what I'm going to say. Anyway, yeah. The other thing about Humble is they now have Nintendo games available on their site. So uh, moving up in the world, cool thing. They have now added Switch games. Uh, and then I think that's it for me. Uh, I don't think I have anything else unless I'm forgetting something. I think there was something I wanted to add at the end. Oh, uh, the fun news about Epic for the week is that the, I believe, CEO of Epic, whose name I'm forgetting and I should know, is now worth more than Gabe Newell. And Epic got an F from the Better Business Bureau. Yes, they did. So uh, I don't really know how that was judged. They had 200 and... 47 or 230 200 plus uh complaints that were unanswered uh on the better business bureau and so they got an f um epic did respond and they said that they resolved the majority of the complaints through their own channels instead of because they are not affiliated with the better business bureau right uh and then i think the other joke would be I'm not concerned what the Better in Business Bureau says. I'm concerned when they do the voting for worst game or worst company of 2018. If Epic somehow beats out EA or Time Warner that or any, be, or those people, we have a problem. Yeah, that would be spectacular. Uh, that would actually be like monumentally interesting. But an F from the Better Business Bureau is one thing, but when you don't affiliate with the Better Business Bureau, obviously, yeah, that's kind of a how you get that ranking. Anyway. We've been going for a while. Nate rants too long. He knows it. He also talks in the third person because he's an asshole. But we'll be back next week for the third podcast of 2019. And at some point, Matt and I will find games that the other one hates and force each other to play them. I got mine mine, picked out. Mine are pretty easy. (laughs) Really? Mine are easy, too. I mean, mean, the ones you're going to make me play are pretty easy. Yes. I don't know what I'm going to make you play. Uh, I can think of a couple, maybe. I, I almost want to force you through a Pokemon, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'll give you a Nuzlocke run on a Pokemon. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.